says my health check has passed. Good. At least we have a healthcare system oh. in our podcasting platform. Yeah, that's not what my doctor said. Your your little setup, your Zencaster <laughs> setup here. I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. It's monitoring your blood pressure, cholesterol, mm. um, all that, mm. right? And you didn't know that that you don't read. Nobody reads the terms of agreement mm. when they, you know, they just check the box. Let me let me podcast. We're getting a lot of bad news. Yeah, they have the right to clone you now. Just yeah, putting, it, you know, it, giving you heads up. It knows your sperm count. It knows mm-hmm. everything. Yo, I'm getting a vasectomy in like next weekend. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. <laughs> my, my wife's like, you're going to your neutering appointment. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you, you have like a, a divorce cake or whatever, except for just like a vasectomy. I don't know. I, should, I feel like it would be a little bit um, like too much for me to try to do that for myself. So I'm just going to like sit here like a damsel in distress and hope one of my friends does it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> my rich lawyer friend said that he wants me to come over to his house and like drink a bunch of his wine or something. So I'm like, okay, yeah, hey, how about the you weekend? You gotta do something the for that. I get yeah. I'm just gonna go hang out at your house. Don't you, you have to like ice like, your balls the whole yeah, time? I was gonna say, too? you might just be laid up chilling depending on how. But if I'm laid up chilling at a rich guy's house drinking wine, that's like. That's true, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah that's point. definitely, that's the best kind of way. I can just like, oh, oh, put ice in the balls. <laughs> I can't drive because I'm such a good male feminist. Like, <laughs> such a funny like juxtaposition that you would get your vasectomy and then have your wife take you over to a man's house to just just go for a just while. go lay pipe. Yeah, like, I don't need <laughs> you know this situation is run its course. I can't you know I, I'm, I'm shooting blanks basically, so I'm gonna go hang, hang with the homies. Yeah, and drink bus with the homies. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. I did some research into vasectomies before. Uh, well, I didn't have to end up getting one because when we had our most recent child, uh, we had to have a C-section. And long story short, you can do things at the same time as a C-section to prevent any more birth. So that was nice. the route that we went. But I was planning to get a vasectomy because it just, as a dude, uh, as a penis individual, perhaps maybe that's the right way to put it, it's way less invasive, but better for that person to do it than the other one uh and so you know i was really curious like well what happens after you get a vasectomy like can you still come like can you still bust ropes you know um and you can because semen dust comes is different than sperm it's water probably i don't know i didn't look at i didn't google pictures of it but there's a lot of different stuff in quote-unquote semen that your sperm will not be in but you still have I don't know. Is like, it still basically cum or is it like is it like semen zero? It's, pee, you know, like it's like squirt. It's like not yeah. really that good anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just not that good. Yeah, it's not that good. Yeah, you know, it was like it had a richness to it, and now you know, not so yeah, much. It's alternative cum. It's actually, a very actually mm. hates this for those of you who are not watching. <laughs> it's very popular these yeah, days, you know, the soy cool. milk, almond milk, alternative cum. It's I a, prefer rich, thick cum, you yeah. know? <laughs> Don't we all? With body. Whole milk cum. Yeah. yeah. Like coconut cream. Like half and half. Heavy cream cum. <laughs> Thank you.
Wow. Well, uh, let's welcome our guest to the show, Blake Wernick. Did I say that right? Or It's Warnick. The opposite of Peacenick is the easiest oh, way. I, I is there an E in there? Or did, there is, is this a type like, of... It just, that's Varenic, but like, it's not... It's silent. It just means, well, that's why you know, I, the little like the little Ukrainian like like uh, cheese and cherry like like jowza that they have. Have you ever had? You ever heard of that shit? Like no, no, no. I don't think pierogi. I have. Like you know about pierogies, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. Well, pierogi pierogi is little tiny pierogies. Like, honestly, oh, the tortellini of pierogies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's tortellini, exactly. So like, thank you for teaching me. That is why I like to ask because I'm one of those people that just reads words and never says them out loud, as most of us terminally online people are. So yeah. I wanted to check, you know, yeah, you know, make sure. Warnick, it's fine. Oh, good, good pull there we go. Good. Well, welcome, listeners. Blake Warnick is here with us for episode 62 of the Suck. It's going to be a, a wild time. We got a lot of stuff on the show notes, but honestly, I wanted to open this right up right away because I think one of the main, maybe not the main reason, but one of the reasons we want to have Blake on the show is because Knives McGee, Ashley, posted about favorite chicken soup for the soul horror movie genres are as follows. Isolated sexy lady overcomes unfortunate predicament. Rich people having a really bad time. And attractive woman surprise murders murderers back. I also call this the oops genre. And it right. seemed like y'all had a connection over this. I would love to get into it. Right. So like a good, uh, so I think that there's like some com- uh, confusion when it comes to the sexy lady isolation thing. Isolated, isolated meaning like she does, there's like, she's just no interaction. She's not like fighting anybody else. Sometimes she has like a friend with her who dies fairly soon after they're isolated. So like fall is a really good example of this where one of the girls is an influencer and her tits are out the entire time. Nice. And she she's just like stuck at the top of Horror. like a Where, where's like what a, platform is that on? Huh? Horror. Oh, it's, um, it's Amazon Prime. Anybody who's interested in a, a blonde girl's titties being out while she's Why stuck. Why would has not that great of taste? Never, so yeah, I don't know. yeah. So so like that's an example. Forty seven meters down, I think counts um, those types of movies. Um, you had suggested a movie called Dark Song, where a woman's in a cabin, right? Yeah. So this was a a British, a joint British Irish film production. It was set, I believe, in the English Midlands. Um, and there is, it start. It's just like it's got. I mean, honestly, it's one of the few horror movies that like I would go back and watch. A Dark Song okay. is there's this woman at the beginning, and she goes to this landlord to rent a country estate, basically just a house with some small grounds around it, a very nice house, but in a part of England where it's not very expensive. She goes, uh, she pays him like 12,000 pounds cash in envelope and says, this is my rent for the year. You are not to come on the property for any reason. And, and then all of a sudden she starts pouring like a line of salt around the building. And then this weird ginger guy shows up and, uh, the danger is your problem right ranger there danger and apparently <laughs> this guy is very off-putting he's kind of you know built like me a little dumpy but you know he's got that like classic british sex pest kind of face he's also got <laughs> red yeah. hair and like but like he seems like horny but o- like ultimately benign which does end up being the case i will say that i don't know if that's not too much of a spoiler essentially something really bad has happened in this woman's life and she has hired him because he thinks that he has unlocked enough ancient magic from various cultures that he 
And he's very honest about this. Two-thirds of the time, I can summon a guardian angel to do your bidding. One-third of the time, it doesn't work. But it's going to be real fucking miserable. For the next several months, we're not going to leave this house. You're going to do everything I say. We're going to do incantations. We're going to do, you know, the, the blood in the cup. And we're going to do all this kind of shit. And, and then, you know, there's a moment where he gets his sex passed on where he says, now we have to have ritual sex. And she's like, I don't believe I, you. I don't believe. No, no. Yeah, that sounds no. like bullshit. Did she buy it? She does briefly. And basically, she's mm. just like, he's just like, all right, show me your pussy. And then he just starts jacking off. And he's oh. like, okay, I'm sorry. That actually no. wasn't part of the spell. I can't wait to watch this after this the podcast. a horny guy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Angel wants to see your pussy. Yeah. He's telling me. <laughs> Uh, your he's, pussy needs to come out. I need to jerk off. Uh, also, he's saying I need to jerk off now. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, so so they're they're stuck in the cabin together, yeah. right? With no outside. No, I guess nothing except you know whatever's out there, man. Is she hot? I mean, it's yeah, sure. You know what? I her. Woman? Yeah, let's let's just go and say it. Okay, yeah, sure. all right, very yeah. right, cool. Then it counts. <laughs> I mean, it's a little weird, like in the setting. I'm like, she, she seems a little damaged. I don't. It'd be kind of wrong. You know, power dynamic. Yeah. But, yeah, no, if the angel says it, it's pretty much cute. fine. No, right. As far as English women go, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Right. Good to know. <laughs> Rich people yeah. having a bad time. Parasite. Um, Cadaver, a Norwegian film. Was it Fatal Attraction? Get Out. Is okay. one. I mean, honestly. Um, this goes along with Oops, the other one that I was talking about. So Hush is a good example of the Oops category, yeah. which we talked yeah. about, Blake. And then sometimes they overlap. So rich people having a bad time with the oops category would be like the menu, which is like the oh, new okay. one that everybody's talking mm, about now. I was about to ask. I need more examples. Does White Lotus fall into that category? I know that's not it, really. It's not a horror movie, but I think it's the it same. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that is rich people having a bad time, which I yeah. enjoy. Yeah. And yeah, someone's If you really think about it. Yeah, right, exactly. And then, and then um, You're Next. Next, I think I already mentioned that, The Hunt. So those are good examples of both of them kind of overlapping, which are really great movies to watch if you're having a bad day. Now, is Ice-T a hot girl? Who? Ice-T. Ice Remember when he like killed all those people in Surviving the Game? That was a fucking dope movie. That was rich people having <laughs> a bad time. And that was definitely chicken soup for the soul. See, that's that's an overlap, right? Yeah. Hmm. I could... <laughs> He's not a hot girl, but he did fuck up some some rich people's afternoons. Yeah. I'm just imagining him on Law and Order being like, all right, so the kids are calling this favorite chicken soup for the soul horror movie genre. (laughs) This first one is isolated sexy lady overcomes unfortunate predicament. Like, that's as close (laughs) as I can get to I see. I got to think that, like, he's just, like, hanging out with Charles Barkley, and they're just having, like, the greatest time just just being idiot. (laughs) Did they really hang out? I don't know. That's my fantasy. I mean, like, I hope so. I just want sort of like. Both, I just want to do impressions of both of them now. Just doing whatever they want. They get paid for it. It's great. Careful oh, with that black scent. This is terrible. <laughs> I mean, uh, fair enough. Yeah. So just avoid that one. Huh? I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't say main or you know what I'm saying. I know. Once. I'm teasing you. Hold on. So I I got a I got a, uh, a short story about Ice Tea. Did I tell you this? My my brother's. Uh, one of my brother's best friends cleans pools. We've never had an Ice Tea story on this oh, show. Oh, okay. So never he lives. His primary residence is like, he has a couple houses, but his primary residence is in like, a, I forget it. It's like Englewood or something. It's like adjacent to New York City, but in Jersey. 
it's like a rich person town. And uh, Englewood Cliffs, that's what it is. Mm. And he, um, so he, and they have a big ass house with like a pool and stuff. And he comes, uh, my brother's friend goes to clean the pool. And he came there one time. He said, they're the coolest people. Him and his wife are like awesome. They way over tip, like just let them hang out. Like really, really cool. What you'd expect, you know? And um, so they get there one time and there is an absolutely destroyed uh, drone just in the pool. Just <laughs> floating in the pool. And they're like, uh, do you want us to like get it out? And his wife comes out, it's like, Yeah, get that out. I see like paparazzi were trying to get pictures of uh, of us with the with the uh with the um, drone and he started shooting at it and then yeah. he and then he hit it with a fucking and then he tried to hit it with a fucking bat. And he eventually got it because it was in the pool and destroyed in the pool and he broke it up into a bunch of pieces. And he was That's he just awesome. flipped out on it. Yep. Yep. I love him. That's great. I would love an opportunity so, yeah. to destroy a drone. And I just find it so relatable. Like, you know, there's yeah, that there's yeah. that like, you know, ape quality in, in all humans where yeah. we're like, man, <laughs> this guy's like apparatus that he's using to, to bother me. I'm just Yeah, yeah. I want to destroy this that. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I always love that because I don't have any, you know, like I, I, don't, I don't know him personally. Wow, Pants Mason, thank you again. Uh, A24 is going to make a movie based on the back rooms. This uh, 17-year-old kid uh, apparently became quite big on YouTube by making back rooms content, which I feel like back rooms has been a thing for a while, like many years. Like I was in uh, Facebook groups. Shout out to Poetic Boredom. I just learned that's another Discord user on our server that is an admin for the Backrooms Facebook group. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's amazing to me that that like it's just lore to me almost. There's not even like a plot to the Backrooms, right? It's just kind of I mean, like kind of. It's, it's it's like it's the isolation kind of. Well, what would you call a plot other than just like it's a creepy space, right? Like to get you see out. a picture and you're like, oh, this space is so creepy. If I was well, there, there is some, but like there is some lore to it, like that has been like built up on kind of like class, like Slenderman style, where it's like built up on by people that like whatever, whatever, whoever writes something that people like, it's like attached to the lore. But there is like broader lore about it, where it's like part of the. I forget the name of it. It's like RC something SCP? where it's like a, I think that's what it Are you is. Are talking about yeah. the, this, the secure contain protect? Yes. I that, love that. Part of that. See, I didn't yeah, know yeah, what the yeah, backrooms thing was when I saw it in the show notes, but I looked it up. Like, I don't, the thing is, it looked, it looked I don't like know the SCP it, stories, which are awesome. Yes. Are, SCP. That's it's what like these little yes. short, like sort of community generated horror stories about sort of like, it's from the perspective of, for those of you who have not encountered SCP, go out and find it immediately. It's awesome. They're just little short horror stories from the perspective of this foundation that's like tasked with like sort of paranormal maintenance and control that there are entities that are, you know, kind of categorized as being like somewhat dangerous if you fuck with them, dangerous whether you fuck with them or not, or like could end the world. And it's their job to make sure that these things are contained, that ordinary, you know, sheeple like us don't know about them and that it doesn't affect it. It's like, and they're all just user generated, like sort of little little uh you know card yeah. files of horrific things that people thought of. some of them are just awesome some of them are really good um i'm not sure the thing is i'm not sure if um back rooms was like a separate thing but i've read several short stories or whatever parts of this universe that are that involve the back rooms um so i don't know if it was like an incorporated thing or whatever uh but yeah i think that i've always i always find like i find back rooms like specifically very interesting and cool because it kind of like piggybacks a little bit off of like 
there's some parallels with like vapor wave and like liminal. Well, it is a liminal space. Cool. That's kind of like the thing. It's a space in between where it's like it is is a space where you're not supposed to be. It's a transient space that you're not supposed to be in long, and it's it's creepy because it's because you're not supposed to be there. So if you're stuck there, it's this. It gives you this weird feeling of like I don't know. It's like a, and especially when they mix it with like nostalgia, which is like the same thing, kind of like with a vapor wave and and that kind of thing. Where it's like, so I've seen many of the best ones like harken back to weird recessive memories. If you were like a kid in like the late '80s up until like the early 2000s, just weird liminal spots in like you know a corner of a Chuck E. Cheese or like and, and just various things, you know. And uh, I love it. I'm I'm a big fan, so I'm I'm very curious to see how the A24 Backrooms movie comes out. I'm I do worry that there it's gonna suck. And that they're just they're just doing it because it's like a popular thing, and A twenty four is going to like. Come. I, I'm a A twenty four fan, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, they only make good movies. They don't fuck it all up. all A twenty four movies are by definition good. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to exactly. make a quick confession. I'm sure the viewers, maybe the listeners, haven't gotten there yet. But the viewers of this episode certainly are wondering why the fuck I'm in this shitty. Sticky oh right, bathroom. yeah. It's a it's it's a backrooms thing. I actually went to the bathroom <laughs> at the bar before the show. Mm-hmm. I thought I would just you know get a beer, go to the bathroom, head out. Well, strangely enough, I went in the stall. I came back out, uh, and somehow I can't find the way out. I keep going around the corner, uh, to go by the sinks, and and I just can't get out. So I got my laptop out and I just figured I'll do the show, and I'll get out of here soon enough. So it must be like a shoegaze you know, show or something because it seems very quiet. <laughs> no, it's every every worst venue you've ever been to <laughs> bathroom just stacked on top of each other it's slam poetry i think i this so i never really had exposure to any of the backroom stuff until i don't know probably sometime around when the pandemic started i feel like that group got to me but it always reminded me of house of leaves uh by oh, i loved house of leaves daniel lewiski uh the, i i can't i love I girls who love house nice. of leaves i i my first girlfriend was obsessed with house of leaves like she had like like post-its in it and she wrote all over trying to like make connections in the book and stuff like that but yeah i, I read it a few times That's a good it's book. definitely meant i mean the way that it's in constructed is meant to make you jump around and read all this like it's a weird conspiracy you know right uh, it was girl donnie but, Marco uh, for sure in that time <laughs> absolutely you're right you're but i just always right. remember there being like you know a point in the book where the character goes into the space of this house and it just keeps going and going and going right mm-hmm. it's just remind that that was my first exposure to anything like that this book was also my first exposure to uh, a prostate orgasm didn't know about those until i read this book but there's a whole like so, side chapter about the guy yeah absolutely <laughs> okay well, they describe it in pretty deep detail, like that this guy just deep. Gets, oh, I give that yeah. A shot. yeah, yeah. How deep is the detail? Yeah, how deep? If you had They're a... deep enough to hit your prostate, Matt, make it make you <laughs> come <laughs> really. What, what are you a stranger, uh, Matt? Come on. <laughs> I'm just ordering on Amazon right yeah. now on my well, Kindle. There's like all these random, like little, you know, short stories mixed into the main story. And one of them is about a guy and the girl comes over and yeah, smashes his prostate real good. And he comes super hard. And I was just like, wow, I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Good. art, Great book. Five stars on Goodreads for that right there. (laughs) It's like my wife learned about blowjobs from Canada, uh, clan of the cave bear, which was like a, what? Like a YA novel about like cavemen. 
that was popular like when we were kids and there was like the, they're basically, they kind of described a you know a blowjob like kind of what how to how to cavemen do family planning really apparently impressive <laughs> parents were really mad I wish I had learned about blowjobs that way. I, of course, learned about them at a much too young age because my cousin was like, hey, look at this porn. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm like not old enough to understand what's happening right now. Um, <laughs> but it always it did this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're not like, uh, you know, you're like 12 and you have a 16-year-old cousin that's just like, this shit's cool. And you're like, bro. I, I maybe it's cool. I don't know yet. I'm still. I don't know what's happening right now. There's a lot of throbbing and. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of throbbing and veins. And flesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, I and I do remember the linkage itself like that. I want to see some boobies at this point. Yeah. <laughs> what I think one thing that the worst thing that porn did to me uh, from seeing it at a young age is for many years I thought certain sex acts were like extremely rare. Like a blowjob was like this crazy rare thing that you would get a blowjob you know and then you get to like young adulthood and stuff and you're like oh yeah i already does it's like a pack of hero clicks man did i get a, did i get a rare like oh god <laughs> <laughs> holy fucking shit it's a shiny blowjob you guys this is fucking... it's a holographic blowjob <laughs> <laughs> well i'm curious I'll, I'll try to check out this movie i guess but i haven't even checked out any of the youtube content but that, that this is coming from have y'all have has anybody seen this kid's yeah. uh yeah. Okay. They're fun little found footage. They're low budget, but they're pretty well done. Like I was, I was impressed. Is this kind of like, I haven't seen it with skin a marink or whatever. That's just made a big splash. We, I'm planning to watch it with Matt probably this weekend. Okay. So I haven't seen it. Very, I've yeah. heard too many good things. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard some good things and some bad. Some people thought it was boring and it should have been a video game instead. Mm. Um, and then some people said that it was like awesome and, and a super. Well, that's so funny to think. Like making a video game would be so much harder than making like yep. a found footage, you know, movie. To me, there is there is a video game, and it reminded me of it. I forgot what. Hold on, I'm going to look up what it was called. But it's about you wake up as a as a baby and you can't find your mom, and it's dark and you have to crawl around as a baby. And like interact and like you're trying to find your mother and then like, that sounds like you did you ever play that that like indie game limbo or any of the other ones that were like you're it's like a i loved it's limbo like a, yeah it's it reminds yeah. me of that i love that or the other but one that's more of a scroller yeah the other one that was like um in some kind of weird government facility in indiana or whatever like and you have to like tunnel for that that both of those were awesome the one where you turn into the flesh ball at the end I, I don't think I beat it. I, I don't know. <laughs> what? Oh. No, it's oh, Among the Sleep is the okay. game that I'm talking okay, okay. about, and it was kind okay. of a big deal when it came out. But you're like you're like a baby, and like your teddy bear talks to you, and it's dark, and you're hiding from something the entire time, and it just kind of like well, you know, it kind of sounds traumatizing. Like, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good when it came out. I I played a little bit of it recently, but it doesn't really hold up. The closest I've played to any game like that, I can't remember what it's called now, but it it, it has like a, a a loop. You knew, uh, Oxen free. It's like you're in a. It's like you're in an office space. Oh. They describe you as this guy who's like on a computer, and somebody speaks to you on a speaker. And uh, oh wait, I'll, I oh, is that the one where you destroy everything around you? <laughs> 
That those are Legos. That was really that's what those are. Yeah. It was a similar uh there's a similar game that where like you're you're you play like an I a guy that's just like in a in a cubicle office, like really, yeah. really liminal. Yeah. And then, Luckily, but then you like find an axe. In the bathroom, so oh, there you go. Oh, that's Maybe I can fun. find it. Yeah, but you like you you find an axe and you just start just des- destroying things around you because some the, the office just seems off and like random things will just be like made of meat. Oh, I need, to, I need to find it. Yeah, it's, it was a cool game. I, it was like very, very um, like maybe oh, a step up from like Doom graphics. The Stanley Parable. Ah, Stanley Parable. By the way, I've heard today's, of uh, Happy Meat Day to all who celebrate. Is it Meat is Day? It meat day? Happy Meat Day, meat day you guys. What is? I don't. I don't know. It's an anime shit. I don't know. It's just like where people okay. be sharing like this picture of like this Jack dude with no shirt that looks like Mister Clean and this other dude, and it's like. <laughs> Happy Meat Day. I'm like, honestly, I have no idea what anime that's from, but I support it. <laughs> I enjoy meat. Happy Meat Day. Yeah, if we're going to get to eat meat. I mean, well, speaking of weird games, uh, I guess uh, let's just talk about this. We'll revisit something that uh, we talked about a couple episodes ago. Justin Roiland has been, you know, disowned by everyone because he's a piece of shit. And I guess there's this whole expose that came out from i don't know hollywood reporter or somebody that that basically is just revealing that like justin hasn't been involved with rick and morty for a long time which i mean makes sense to me i, I get it yeah well he, he 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 has been like involved but he's been less and less involved well and right. what's his name um so, dan Harmon. they like they haven't really spoke spoken uh for like the past i don't know for multiple seasons as it says yeah he's and like they, very estranged like he does the voices yeah. still but he does them yeah, from home yeah. and he does them without any direction from anybody else <laughs> they, also, like, they also um they had to bring in a a third-party mediator like a therapist who and they and he to repair their relationship and they it didn't work <laughs> yeah Wait, they, they got a couples therapist they got a couples therapist for rick and morty both Rick and Morty got a. So now, is, is Dan Harmon the guy who liked to ask little girls to post their feet on Twitter? Who was no, no, no. Was no. that guy? Wait, is that is that him? Is that the guy? Uh, the Are you talking about the guy that like? Wasn't there another guy that was like an on Nickelodeon? Yeah, the TV guy who was like, like oh, oh no, thank right, God, no. This hashtag on it's your a feet. guy. How did no one catch on to that at the No, time? that's Dan Schneider, and that guy's a super. A different guy. Yeah, it's super Dan Schneider. Cool. That's right. Dan uh, Dan Harmon has done like Community. I think is a big one of his. Uh, credits and i think he's had some bad stuff but like he survived it like (laughs) i think he's more of like a james gunn level canceled like it was like oh yeah you did some weird shit but like everybody kind of knew that and like i think it was worse with justin (laughs) (laughs) well he's a gamer he is yeah it's weird but I, I did find the story super fascinating because I think so many people are like, well, how are they going to make the show? Uh, like, I don't know anybody personally that's saying that, but like, I guess that's the internet reaction is because this major voice actor co-creator of the show is out and people just can't imagine how it will go on without him. How, how Lord, how, um, but I did see a funny story side note that I guess like Mindy Kaling was somehow in negotiations to, what? Of to take over the show. <laughs> Right, which I mean, with all this Velma shit, like we 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 covered it. We don't like Mindy Kaling, but uh, that show seems so bad that uh, I don't know why they would ever consider that. Like, what what is the intro, what is the draw to bring if her? They in? really want to nuke it. I got to try to confirm this. 
But no, I'm confirming right now. I'm looking at, uh, well, I take confirming with a grain of salt, but comicbook.com is saying that I guess uh, that Mindy Kaling was in negotiations to join on Rick and Morty. Uh, I don't really think they need to do anything if this is true. Like if you read the expose, it's pretty interesting that like the group of, you know, the, the crew has been working on this show diligently. Like I guess after the first or second season or so, Dan Harmon brought in a lot of more of his people to the writer's room from like community and stuff. And, you know, there's been six seasons or something now. So it's something is working. I don't I haven't watched the show since season two. So it's weird for me to like hear all this. Uh, but I do think it's interesting to hear how quickly they moved to distance themselves from him when all this came out and that their company, the the big top dogs, Warner Brothers or whatever, were like, yeah, yeah, we're going to we're going to do this. Like, it seems rare, you know, seems like a lot of companies will just like try to ride, ride out the storm or something, you know, like, oh, the show is so important. We can't. It definitely it, it definitely makes me feel like um like a lot of people and it seems like it's coming out that Justin Roiland. Ruffled, uh, ruffled the feathers of a lot of people and and rubbed them the wrong way, and that that people were just kind of like, "Yep, I'm good on that," you know, like if this is actually good, possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's weird. I mean, you were talking about Everett before we started recording, and it's like I've had my own history with him, and not that I would wish ill on anyone, but I think when someone is getting well deserved, like I'll wish ill on people for you, Phil. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say, though. Like, right? Like, I, 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 I'm not like trying to act like I don't hate people or something. I do, but like at the same time, it's like when it's like I'm not going to actively try to create your downfall. But when you see somebody that's done these things and it's happening to them, you're like, okay, all right. right. It's like they kind of hung the their, you yeah, know, yeah, kind of yeah. hung themselves. Who doesn't yeah. enjoy the the car- watching karma happen real real time? You know? Yeah. Because too too often it doesn't happen. So, like in some situations, it's just like you're you're waiting for them to fuck up in a way where you can just be like, okay, great, I'm done. I don't have to deal with this person anymore. You know. Well, I have to imagine a lot of people in a lot of these situations felt that they had no recourse, right? Like to go on whatever online or something and try to be like, this person did this. There's this rabid fan base of people that are going to be like, no, you know, defending him. You know, getting their Sichuan sauce uh, from McDonald's and <laughs> having the same reaction, you know what I'm saying, to somebody mm-hmm. trying to cast aspersions on him. So uh, in some ways, I'm relieved for them that they can have such a, you know, rip the Band-Aid off moment. Like, fuck it. It's sort it's of what it sort of seemed to me like, yeah, you know, were these folks really surprised about all of this? Because I guess <laughs> right, yeah. I wasn't. I mean, and I don't, you know, look, I'm. I've been married for almost 10 years, so I'm not allowed to watch Rick and Morty. Um, you know, so that may be part of it. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's just mm-hmm. like, that's, uh, you know, that's bro shit. You know, that's like, that's like incel shit or whatever. I, I'm, I'm kidding. I understand that it really mm-hmm. is like, I've watched a few episodes of it. It's not my thing, but I have friends who really love the first couple of seasons. And it definitely deals with some really funny metaphysical concepts and all that. But it also is just sort of like, when you create a fandom that has these characteristics, it is a little hard to imagine that you might not share some of them yourself. Um, and, you know, I guess it's just sort right. of like this guy, you know, oh, the Rick and Morty fans, uh, you know, the Rick and Morty creator is, he loves underage girls and it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> of course. 
those dots hard. were not hard and to I hate connect, to say that, but it's like, saying. you know, I don't know. I guess it's sort of, you know, there's, there's only so far you can get from the media that you like to consume, I guess, in a way. But it is, you know, it is, it is funny to watch, I will admit. I've never heard Adventure Time fans being this obnoxious. You know, I'll put it that way. No. <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of interesting to harken back to when the Chappelle uh, show fan base was so annoying that they made Dave Chappelle quit the show and uh, purportedly go to Africa. They made him a phobe. It sucks. Like, like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now to see the fallout that he was able to come back from all that. But like, uh, well, I mean, you make a great point, I guess, to me, I was just reflecting on that for a fan base. He even talk, Chappelle like even talked like, about that at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is making me insane. This is making, this makes everyone insane. Mm-hmm. Do you think people go to Hollywood and they're all just crazy to begin with? No. And I'm like, you know, you are, you know, he still may be a victim of all that as awful as some of his recent content has been, but weird. Mm-hmm. No, he's definitely, I mean, we on this show, we've talked about him several times and all the fallout that's happening. And it's like, he's definitely not okay. Like, that doesn't excuse anything. <laughs> but he's, yeah, de- he's definitely not okay. Like, he didn't come out the other side of all that shit. Like, he's alive. I guess I, I, guess I sort of wish the people who are not okay, because I'm not okay. Nobody should listen to me. I wish it more more not okay people. Well, <laughs> all right, Matt, can you end I'm the recording? perfectly fine. I'm really good. So if you need any kind of advice or to listen to somebody, I'm your man. Okay. I'm normal. The most normal one here. For sure. Okay. Agreed. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Trying to usurp normal. my normalness over here. That's, that's usually my, that's usually my role, but uh, I, okay, yeah. fine, fine. Well, speaking of being extremely normal, um, I guess there was a, <laughs> I can't even finish the transition. <laughs> <laughs> there was a post going around this week. I'll try to read it if I can. I guess, okay, here we go. This is from uh, Dandy, which is X, uh, at Dax Dives, posting about a TikToker. It says, some dude got called out on TikTok for wearing a Third Reich medal, and in response, he made a video coming out as the literal reincarnation of Hitler in front of his squishmallows. You cannot make this shit up. I mean, absolutely true and hilarious. I watched some of the TikTok content that this person was coming out with. They think that they're reincarnated Hitler. They're like trying to like uh, prove that. But I have a scar on my head from where I killed myself in my past life. Oh my god! And like, do you think? Yeah, do you? Are, are you clocking them as being? Do they really believe this, or is it like for the? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I. Sometimes you can you can tell like what what's your what's your like inkling on it? It seems kind of sincere, unfortunately. But this person, yeah, it it seems like a very like arrogant, narcissistic kind of like. Oh, that's beautiful. They're eugenicists. Yeah, that shit piercing. The biggest fucking septum piercing that like is exactly the width of a Hitler mustache. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really you can't. They literally made that. They made that by hand. I, I'm sorry, I support that. that. Like that, yeah, that is, if you're going to be this person, <laughs> you've got to have it. that. It, good. Reclaiming the Hitler's yeah. mustache. Good job, gay Hitler. Has he good been job. rejected from art school yet? That's really the big question. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, God help people. us. Rizzi better let him in. art school anymore, so we're just, just going to yeah, deal with all true. of it. Yeah. <laughs> what culture is going to deprive us of our 
Unless you're poor, in which case they don't let you into art school, but then nobody cares what you have to say anyway. So, (laughs) true. I don't even know how to interpret this. There's not really much further to go, but there's no no way we couldn't talk about this because I think it was in the the Suck Shame posting group and the Discord. And it's just like the squishmallows. We got to touch on the squishmallows. Like, are there certain squishmallows that are, you know, uh, not Nazi squishmallows. I don't know. I'm going to say oh, all of them. Calm down. Every single fucking one of them. I've got squishmallows. They're not all Hitler Nazi squishmallows. A little bit sus, but okay. That's fine. Yeah, no, I have two normal. kids. I can have squishmallows. Dra- okay. Drawing little Hitler mustaches and swastikas on their squishmallows <laughs> with like a Sharpie. <laughs> It's like an armband on one of them <laughs> yeah. for some reason. It doesn't I'm sorry. We range. all for sure know someone who's done like a communist squishmallow. So, I'm, oh, not, yeah, I'm not God, trying yeah. to make a moral equivalence, but I am I am going to make a mental <laughs> health equivalence there. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I want to send a shout out to the listeners. Drop us the Please. communist squishmallows I need to see. see. We, we need in the next Wait, week. Those need to be in the Discord. Yeah. The shucks. Uh, uh, <laughs> most communist, Mr. Mime. No. Wouldn't it be Diglett because it's like you know it's one that's many. Oh yeah, yeah. or executor or whatever. Oh yeah, there you go. Actually, another good one. Communist Pokemon. Communist Pokemon Squishmallows. We need more. Send us to them in the group. Um, Okay, Matt, help us out here. I don't know what's going on with this one, but we probably need to talk about it. Trump and DeSantis. We already know they hate each other, but there's a feud. There's something new happening here. What? Oh yeah, they're they're really going at it. Okay. Fill us in. I'm trying to Oh yeah, okay. So <laughs> I I wish I put the uh the thing in here, uh the screenshot, but so Trump is like he's not on Twitter, as you know. Right. But he is still going off on I think he's on Truth Social or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um so Trump and DeSantis have uh have kind of like they used to be, I guess, on the same team. You know, DeSantis used to used to dick ride him real hard and try to get that clout, you know. But DeSantis is kind of like since broken from Trump, and he he actually badmouths Trump quite a bit, um, and Trump uh, he doesn't like that. You know he, he's he's more of he's a loyalty guy. That's a you know he likes that kind of thing. Well for for him he himself is not particularly loyal, but uh, he recently uh, called DeSantis a pedophile or imp- implied that he was a pedophile, which is just just he's back, baby. We we got him. He's back. it's back on the menu. We we got we got him. He's still got a little bit of uh, gusto left in him. I think. Social? I was worried. I want to get on Truth Social at this point. Mm-hmm. I really like. I have less use for Twitter than I do for just seeing what what Daddy. Yeah, talking. I'm. Let's all start sh- shit posting on okay. Truth Social. No, I'm, I'm like that's a good move. Yeah. We won't get banned. Yeah. No. You can. Can you not get banned app. on Truth? It, well, Social? it's a free speech app, right? So that's so. I can go. Communism basket emoji like on there and not get banned. Is that possible? (laughs) (laughs) Or the squirt emoji over and over again? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta find out. Somebody, this is an experiment we got to do for the show. Is there any evidence? Like, or is this like this uh, pedophile accusation? Like, uh, is there any basis to it? Like, I'm not defending DeSantis. I hate this guy, but. uh, I'm just curious because Trump is very good at lying too. Like he just, he just makes something up and just rolls with it, you know. Like, no, no, I wish I looked more into it before I put it on here. 
But I'm um, glad you. I'm, I'm, you're probably <laughs> glad that you didn't. So yeah, go. I should have looked into it. I um, yeah. I apparently I'm looking here. Desantis giving a statement about grooming and smearing. What? Huh? He's in front of a bunch of diapers, dude. What? what? Say that again. I'm so I'm trying to. I just think I, Trump's, Trump's the guy who notoriously wants to have sex with his daughter calling DeSantis a pedophile. A guy who's flown on Epstein's yeah, plane I mean, how many times? I mean, like, it's just two pedophiles calling each other pedophiles all the way down. Yeah. So just, this, that's just can I just now. briefly relate what I've been dealing with at work this week? I work, yes, yes, please. Okay. This is I a work, perfect segue. Uh, for a child abuse <laughs> nonprofit. I'd really rather not get into it. It'd be pretty easy to figure it out. Did a little Googling. Most of the people who listen to this podcast probably are friends with me on Facebook, so they already know what I do for a living. But we uh, announced a um, a partnership with a very uh, edgy fashion brand this week that was part of their mea culpa for posting some interesting photos of children uh, um, yes. that you know included little handbags that were shaped like teddy bears that you know. And ultimately, I'm going to look at it and say the, the yeah, they said it was bondage gear. It looked more like Lower East Side punk fashion type stuff to me. I don't know. But then there was another shoot. So this was Balenciaga, if you don't know. The, there was, this was the one time that the QAnon pedo hunters, like, broke out. And, like, most of us were kind of like, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Okay, I agree. Like, that, you know, that's not just, it was hurtful. No children were harmed in the process of it. But, I mean, it was pretty fucked up. There was another shoot. The reason that it was sort of like, huh was three weeks later, they did another shoot that had some printouts on like an executive's desk. Some of those printouts were of a Supreme Court case about child pornography. And so there was this thought, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of fucked up. And so, you know, I was, I work in communications at a major child abuse nonprofit. I was getting a lot of emails and calls about this stuff. What are you going to do about it? All this. And it's like, well, you know, we support the places that, kids can get services at. We don't, we're not just going to go out and unless there's a direct connection to our work, you know, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad to put kids in sexualized ads, It's bad to put kids in ads with wine glasses and other adult stuff. It was pretty fucky, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I don't believe that at Balenciaga headquarters in Paris, that there's a pizza basement or anything like that. And that's kind of where to, <laughs> Past diversion of yellow wood, and I took one, and the chuds took the other. This week, we announced that we have actually been talking to those folks and telling them what we thought about those ads. And they said, "Okay, we would like to give you a lot of money, both to provide mental health services for fifty-five thousand children over the course of three years." And we said, "Bet." And they also said, "We would like for you to come in and train us on how how to make sure that this doesn't happen again." We also said, "Bet." we knew that we were going to get some negative attention, though, you know, we were hoping it wasn't anyone within our professional world. Everyone has been pretty supportive of that. But for the last two days, me and my, my guy, Adam, who is a child abuse survivor himself, have been basically every lip sense saleswoman, every MLM babe in the world has been on Instagram telling us that we're pedophiles, that we're helping Send children directly to Dimna. What is his name? (coughs) Whatever the fuck his name is, Dimna. They were saying, you know, that we're helping him like recruit. That's how they get the children. 
when they say they're abused and they take them into these centers and they're sending them to dim nuts so you can rape them. And it's like, what? Yeah, you know, yeah, that's definitely like, you know, it's a lot easier. Galaxy than, brain. You know, that's like, a galaxy somebody brain. Somebody were a pedophile to just like, I don't know, rape poor children or whatever. Sure. Yeah, definitely that's what we're doing. We're shipping kids to Paris so that this Georgian man who wears a stupid uh, fishing hat can have sex with them. That's absolutely what's going on. And it's just been very frustrating. <laughs> the thing that I wanted to bring up about this is I've noticed that, you know how they lost the midterms and all that? They've been really reeling in the like outward trappings of being freaks. Um, and have been like the, a lot of the like, you know, MAGA mom kind of people, you can see their posts from like November back were just like draped in a flag and saying, now it's all like Brenda Light Warrior. You know, it's all just like, you know, she weaves healing, you know, she dot weaves dot healing. Saying the most, we had a guy call us today and leave a voicemail that he said that he, he had donated to us in the past and would never donate again. He was going to tell our friends, tell his friends that they shouldn't donate to us again. And uh, that sounds like something that a guy who's never given us a dollar would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never heard of this guy. He never donated a dollar to us. So it's just been this, this like, this just long foot. That's why I'm drinking so heavily. Um, as you may have noticed, it's been a really long fucking week. But um, that's what the chuds are up to, pretending to be normal. But they still can't stop talking about, you know, bottom surgery on toddlers. So even even though they're all just wearing beige and, and they have a nice composition on their photos now, we know who they really are. So they'll stop, folks. They'll stop. That's what's been going on with me this week. Oh Terrible. Lord! Blake, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. It's been a, it's been a trip watching the whole like just like the the explosion of conspiratorial thinking. I mean, it's always been like on the internet, obviously, but it just feels so much more mainstream as a, as a, people just like reckon with the absolute garbage world. Where do you think? Do you think it was was it Trump or the pandemic or both? Do you think that kind of just like really set it off? I think it's both. I mean, I, I mean, I think they're just like it, it was already happening, and yeah. that just I literally think up. it was. Facebook. I mean, all this other shit. If yeah, social social media in general. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like I mean, a perfect storm. It's, kind of it's thing. one thing to be like a like a an absolute raving loon. It's another to find seven thousand other raving loons who believe the yeah. You know, or it's like yeah, no, but everyone yeah, else is fucking unique. wrong. What are you talking about? There, there definitely are. You know, there definitely is a basement underneath. You know, there's a really shitty pizza place in Northwest. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe sometimes when you look back at it that that was really, really what people believe to the point. Dude, that I was in there. I was on Connecticut that day and there were like 50 cop cars went flying up. The road. I was just like, what the hell is there like an attack on Walter Reed or something? And it was like, that was the day <laughs> that the guy from North Carolina and even he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like there wasn't. I fucked up, I, but they, but it sounded right. Like, even he, like he's a yeah, federal prison guy. Like, yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. I think it's interesting you bring up that it's Facebook because I agree, but I've also was just reflecting on that a little bit more. And it's funny how Facebook is supposed to, like, it presents this idea that it's more legitimate, right? Because you're supposed to be on as yourself. You don't have a username. You're supposed to be yeah. verified. Like, you know, you're supposed to verify your profile to some degree 
Uh, obviously, there's so many ways around that, which I guess is my point is that, like all these crazy communities and basically like this industry of trolling and farming people comes out of that. You know, like I shouldn't say farming people. I say trolling. Well, they're and, farming like, motherfuckers. Uh, sure. You know, just. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm farming. <laughs> they're farming them. They're out here farming them. But, you know, I, I hope you all know what I'm trying to say, which is just like there's this thing now where people can be professionally harassed, like a group can just be mobilized to say mm-hmm. this person disagrees with this. Yeah. And now everyone ruined their life yeah. right now, which is yeah. no, I'm not trying to talk about cancel culture or anything. I'm trying to well, talk about like, what do you, like, what do you, you fucking oh, want yeah. to happen? That's what I, I mean. That's my question. These, You know, it's like, did you know what they did? And it's like, yeah, read the fucking press release that you that like caused all of this. We like we know what was in the ads. We thought it was bad, and this is the way to like. What do you want? Do you want everyone? It's very reactionary. They don't want anything, right? It's just, it's just yeah, I think they just want to react to a, a situation yeah. they see as inflammatory, as is something they can exploit. They want the cathartic release of just being fucking shithead. Yeah, and people and and like the the media circuits are cashing in on this big time. I mean, like. You know the Fox News type, and the, you know the right wing circ- media circuit. They, they, they've started fig- figuring out how to like you know stoke the flames. I mean, they know how to do that in general, but like actually mobilizing people online to like really fuck people's shit up. Yeah, well, but like it's well, I think this is like auxiliarily related or you know laterally related. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's kind of related in that. So we talked about this before the uh, Seinfeld. AI generated Twitch channel. Uh, yeah. I don't know if y'all check that out, but it got taken down. Uh, for, for the listeners that hadn't heard about this, it was a Twitch channel called uh, F- uh, Nothing Forever. It was m- machine learning trained on Seinfeld stuff. It had this very low poly models and everything was procedurally generated, which was the, 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 the technology. It didn't result in anything good. It was not worth watching. But it was impressive that somebody could make this and just it would just it just ran for like over a month uh, doing weird fake Seinfeld sketches. Uh, at some that. point, it made like that. transphobic. <laughs> it's worth oh, look, no. it's worth checking out for at least like ten or maybe five. So, minutes. Some people loved it. I have a couple friends that absolutely they, they watched it and legitimately liked it, and they were watching it. For like I definitely hours. watched it for like an hour straight. Yeah. What? <laughs> I want their names, Matt. <laughs> I, their I didn't names. find it that good, but I didn't. I didn't really like Seinfeld too much. So I don't know. I, I watched it for like five minutes, and I was like, "Okay, I get it." And then I went and did something else. But I mean, most of it didn't make sense, really. Right. Like it was just kind of like you could tell it was like AI. Well, it was weird because it like did it did make sense. Like they they were having conversations that they were replying to each other and responding as if they were interacting, but like there was no. It just was like so. Um, there was no like overarching storyline or anything, or like a lot of connection. It felt like very lo- isolated clips of them I mean, just that's, interacting. That's, that's but I did love I that, the, that they microwaved things over and over again. I was gonna, the, yeah, I was gonna say they definitely nailed the aura of of Seinfeld. They did, and, yes, in like a in a, a computer mind kind of way. Um, it was like we are going to the open mic and like that kind of thing. But I guess essentially what happened was. I, th- I think Phil might have the actual quote of what Seinfeld said at the open mic that apparently was like super offensive. Oh yeah. It was like, um, yes. Oh shit. It was like, it was something to the effect of like, uh, Oh, there's tons of people here, but none of them are laughing. Uh, I was thinking about doing a joke about how 
Trans people uh, are mentally trans ill. Trans people are mentally ill, yeah. And, uh, no but nobody laughing. finds it funny. Right. So I, I don't know. For, when, I, when I read that, I was kind of like, I don't know. that. I mean, it seems like the joke is that it's not funny to do that. Right. But I, yeah. I mean, I guess you could interpret it. I mean, it's an AI generated thing. I don't, it's hard to tell like what the intent behind that was, you know, if there even was any. Yeah. So, I don't know if there even was an, I mean, it's, it's computer generated, it's AI, but like yeah. what I got from it is that it's just like, if, if no one's laughing, I'm going to fall back on these like punching down jokes mm. and no one likes those. Anyway. I mean, he's kind of been doing that for like a while. It's, you know, because he's never been that funny as a <laughs> yeah. standup. I mean, that's the thing. This this show was a phenomenon in that it was sort of like this way for, you know, I guess Gen X to navel gaze at itself, I mean, you know, and sort of like, well, we don't have to do anything. So mm-hmm. what's life even about? It's it actually seems pretty easy if right. you're people like us. So let's create some conflict. I mean, that's kind of the basis of it. He was never funny as a stand-up. I mean, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I grew up in the eighties, I would also I would I would find the statement making observations about airline food funny. Like, I don't know because like comedy, comedy moves quick. Has, I mean, um, for sure. Yeah. But there are right. com- there's old comedy yeah, that's stuff funny. that was funny. Then. And it's like, so I don't totally buy that argument. There is. Know? Right. I mean, yeah, I suppose so. It's harder to do timeless I mean, comedy. Though, for sure. Funny. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's Greek, you know, life of Strata is funny. Moments, like yeah. it's, you know, it's not impossible for things to be farts are always funny. I mean, I think, They've always been funny. They'll never stop being funny. Farts are the diamonds of comedy. They just they don't age, and they're they're just my pets. I mean, there's like we're all farting. (laughs) My pets do them. I like them. (laughs) Now I always thought after watching like I remember not liking Seinfeld very much, and then trying to watch it when I was like a little bit older as like a you know teenager and still not liking it, and then. and my parents weren't big on big on it, but I do remember watching uh, uh, shit um, curb your enthusiasm and being like, "Oh, this is funny." Right. And I and then I realized that the thing, the stuff that I didn't like about Seinfeld was was like the other stuff, and that I thought it was actually pretty funny to watch Larry David specifically ruin his own life. Mm-hmm. Right. All but the unfunny know. stuff was. It Seinfeld. felt different. Yeah, Seinfeld sucks. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, that's where yeah. I'm getting at. I, mean, I think part of it is like what was like conventional or they were allowed to get away with. And the other part of it was also just this, you know, this is what these swine want, you know, at the time. Like this is what is going to work on television for, you know, the hooting audience or whatever. And I mean, now it's, you know, I, I think you look at some of the other stuff you know, like curb your enthusiasm. And it's like, you know, if it were on today, it might be a little better. I mean, it's certainly, I, I will put Seinfeld, for example, way above Frasier. Although I, you know, I do have a fondness for Frasier, but. Yeah, I never, I never. Got I don't know that I would. I, I mean, it's not like good. It's just like not as bad as some of the movies. Right. My parents watched Wings, which I also liked as a child. Yeah, I don't know if that's actually good. I yeah. just remember liking it, or was, I like certainly liked it better than other sitcoms. Thomas Hayden Church, he was a uh, he was a G. We loved yes. that guy. He was yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Was that what is that Paul Giamatti wine movie he was in? That was great. The one where yeah, the one oh, yeah, yeah 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 where I like where I was like in college going in my uh, my wool overcoat to the Paris Teeter and being like 
Um, I don't drink Merlot. You know, I will. I'll have a cab. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did want to um, bring up uh, this thing. I don't know who put it in here, but this is fucking hilarious. Have you guys heard of Snape Wives? No. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh, that sounds to awful. Learn about this. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how real it is, but like it feels like it, no, that's it, real. No, it's that's one hundred percent real. Um, okay, so I'm just, I'm going to read it to you, and 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 you guys, and just it's real. We we all agree it's real before I even read it. Right here, okay. A group of middle aged women on the internet who believe they are all married to Severus State from the Harry Potter books on the astral plane. They have real life meetings where they take turns channeling the spirit of Snape, so that. They can uh, have oh. wedding ceremonies with him. Um, there's even infighting over whom Snape loves the most and whether <laughs> Snape is an emotion, an emotional wooby, which emotional I've never heard of. I don't know what that means. Wooby, W O O B Y, who just needs to be loved, or a domineering master who lives to be dominant. This is so horny, dude. This is too horny. Yeah, middle, middle uh, Wooby is a security. A, wo- a Wooby is a security blanket, teddy oh, like bear, or any physical item. Like a, uh, like a, like a. Yeah. Oh, you want your, you need your fuzzy Wooby, warm. You know, like if you're. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'd never heard that term before. But that I've, never I've never heard, heard it, it uttered um, like about a person or like <laughs> online or like yeah. outside of someone's <laughs> home when they're speaking to like an infant or a dog, a child, but. Wow! Fuck! That's that was painful. Yeah, that's dark, man. But I just think I I think it would be cool to be like a lesbian in those types of situations where it's just like I'm I'm Severus Snape right now, and you're so sexy. I'm gonna play with your tits, you know, or whatever it is that they do together with like lank hair. Yeah, I'm. mm, I mean. I'm just these these women need to, the archangels telling. I mean, Snape is telling me. Right. I need to see your pussy. I need to see your pussy. It's like just like the ginger. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. He was it was actually Ron Weasley that was in the house in the dark. Um, <laughs> Ron Weasley always had sex best vibes. He fell on hard times after the divorce from Hermione. Um, <laughs> he needed to look at pussies and do sorcery. <laughs> Welsh cackle. Um, well, you were saying, uh, you were saying like, um, like that, uh, you know, pe- mentally ill people can meet online now. And this seems like a, a prime example. Hey, I actually meant to mention that. Like, we met yeah, you're, you're talking. That's not always a bad thing. Yeah, that's true. We're mentally ill and no, we met wrong online. people, not mentally but ill, the, people, uh, wrong people, people who are wrong. Mm. Well, yeah, wrong people, but there's, yeah, yeah, wrong. But there's, but like, I mean, not, maybe not mental illness is the right term, but like, but just like people that are like, I don't know, like it's, they, they get that, they get a, a particular mind virus, like broadly, and that just disseminates super quickly. But the people same are goes. Wrong and cannot be dissuaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but this kind of the same goes for like people that have like this very specific, like hole in their brain, you know, where like, or hole in themselves where it's like, I need to fill this with uh, several Snape. And you know, and then they just meet, and they and then now they're just there's a community of them reinforcing their insanity yeah, with each other. You know what? They're not hurting. They're not. Anybody. That's what I'm saying. Like C.S. Lewis I, talked about this. That like the sin is the impact is like different depending on who you are. Like you might not. You might just be a raving lunatic saying how you want Severus Snape to like drill your back walls, and then you might be online like trying to make a charity worker kill himself because like. Which yeah, it's a lot worse. worse. If you want to look, if if you want to get plowed by 
that ever Snape, Snape's yeah, like ghost. A, from a the astral realm. English and if you want to scissor a woman who is embodying <laughs> Severus Snape, I am totally cool with it. That's fine. Severus Gape. <laughs> Here's my thing. I never saw I never saw Severus Snape as being a particularly sexual guy. I I was into <laughs> it, but no one's. I I liked I liked Scar. I was into Snape, where it's just like you know he's like. I'm not saying I'm not saying attraction wise. I'm saying like how many times do you think he could go in one night? Do you think he could satisfy? Oh, all these like women? once? I don't fucking think so. Oh, it's not about that. No, no, no. That's why he's got a. That's why they fight over who's a yeah, favorite. Right. Because he fucks right, like yeah. one of this. How many how many women are in this group? Like you know, like. We don't. We can't. There's no, it, do, dozens at least, and I'm basing that on nothing. But there has right. to be seventy-eight members. Let's say. I feel like it's not fair game <laughs> to pick on a group unless it has at least a thousand members. It's like if you're that, if you're niche, like just be, go with God, sir. I don't really care what you're doing. But once you reach a thousand people, it's like, all right, what are you fuckers up to in here? I don't know about this. Let's see what's going on. Make an assessment. I love this. Um. All right. Well, we're, we are at an hour now. Uh, we lost Phil. Unfortunately, his poor baby is uh, sick and um, he's gone now. Um, Blake, thank you so much for, for coming on. Oh, definitely would yeah, love to have you, you on again. Yeah. Thank I you for hanging out, dude. Yeah. I would love to yeah. do it again too. And um, yeah, I just like, just love, I just love talking to you guys and I love the shit that y'all post about. And I love, uh, oh yeah. The dicks and the farts yeah. and the, Mm-hmm. No, it's it's um, important. We all need dicks, farts, and cum, as we've established on this very podcast. You do. It's Those timeless talk- comedy. Yeah, exactly, like you say. Yeah, you know, I you know, I I uh, I thought it was uh, interesting uh, before we wrap up that I had a lot of people reach out to me during the pandemic because I was just like posting the pain away. You know, they're like, ah, man, thanks for posting, thanks for posting these cum jokes because I they're just getting me through the day. And yeah, I was like, I'm damn, okay, this is I'm, I'm doing math work here. Fan, you know, I think I talked about this when you interviewed. <laughs> you know, a personal hero, Matt Christmas last week, that it was like my best parasocial podcast relationship and my best <laughs> parasocial Facebook relationship. We're in love and we're like chatting it out and hanging out and stuff. And like, I mean, you kept, you kept, yeah, 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 you definitely, you're, you're bullshit. And uh, Knives McGee, as you're known online, I really have enjoyed um, your brand of bullshit, especially, especially as Jesse stepped back. Yours has been like, even meaner and and <laughs> that's good. I I, I appreciate maybe feel worse about myself, and I, I like it. I He's like a pain it. pig. Yeah, of course. Anytime, I'll be yeah. a bitch. Any anytime you want. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Uh, yeah, check out our Facebook group, um, the Sucks Shame Posting, and uh, subscribe to our Patreon uh, if you like what you hear. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh, 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 oh,